0: Got the podcast going up on a Wednesday. Hey, it's two guys coming at you better than ever. All hyped up, all mic'd up, <laughs> all liped up. Yeah, we got liposuction earlier. We're feeling thin. We're ready to win. I have we have both had, got we both got grins. I have not had any liposuction, but We're I do have missing a grin. Out, my tushy looks ferocious. <laughs> Do you get liposuction on your tushy? I don't know. Okay, I don't think you do. I think I it's don't more know. of a tummy thing. I don't know what standard procedure for liposuction. I think liposuction. Lipo is more of a tummy thing. Usually. I don't I can't say I've ever had lipo. I lost all my weight natural all nat- all natural. No lipo involved. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. So, anyways, this is two guys. Nice intro, Patrick, proud of you. Patrick won the uh, popular fan vote this week to One nothing. uh to do the intro. Yeah. Uno so, uh, Nada. If you'd rather have me do the intro Thank next you, week. Thank you, Soto. I appreciate the love. Reach out to us at on Twitter, uno, at TwoGuysPod. Uno Amor. Or on email, TwoGuysPod at gmail.com. We'd yeah. love to hear from you. I would love to hear you say, I'm sick of Patrick's intro. Kyle, it's time but for you to do an intro. You're not. But though. if you're not sick of Patrick's intro, then he'll keep doing it. That's we, fine. We'll we do both that. know that you dig it. We'll roll with it. You dig it like a shovel, eh? Sorry that we're going at you on a Wednesday instead of our normal uh, record Monday, release Tuesday routine. I've got some stuff going on here these next couple weeks, so the probably I was, be. I was also out of town. Yeah, you were. also That was really the main reason. Wow, main reason. It was the main reason. Uh, that was the main reason we did not record on mondays because i was not physically present yeah patrick was not in the durham but no. that's okay i also wouldn't have been able to record on monday so True. the next couple weeks it'll probably be a wednesday night record and either le- release wait, late wednesday or early thursday morning whichever we get around to right so just for all you loyal listeners out there don't be sitting at your uh don't be sitting on itunes trying to update don't cry on tuesday we got you boo. i know you all subscribe on itunes you're all you're, you're all my booze all excited for the yeah. release but this you're, these next couple of weeks you have to wait till wednesday night or thursday morning to hit that refresh button on your podcast app and get excited do you think that's like audio christmas for some people i wonder if there's anybody who sits around and is like i can't wait for the next episode of two guys to come out well there's it's one. so close i think maybe your mom would be the, the one person she listens very late actually though because my, i'll get a random text from my mom and she'll be like commenting on an episode that was like two weeks ago. She asked me to send me a picture of my. Yeah, or she, send her a picture of my. Beard. And she sent me the same text like five days later. Did I think. She? I think she listens in like ten or fifteen minute spurts, like on her way to the office or something. So it takes her a while to listen to an episode. Uh-huh. So she's a little bit behind, but she's a loyal, loyal listener. Maybe she could be the first guest. Oh my gosh! I bet you she'd like three compliments. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we could get some good compliments. I never even considered having your mom as a guest. Are you scared? Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought most people had gotten over the fear of my mom. I'm not scared of your mom, but I'm scared of her... As a guest? You're scared of what topics she would brooch? I just feel like she'd make me... Look like a complete idiot. Oh, but you do that to yourself. Probably, right, probably righteously so, but <laughs> I mean. She would make us both look like complete she idiots. Would, oh, she'd break us down. Yeah. Well, maybe she'd be a good one, but whether it's her or somebody else, that's the other thing you could reach out to us about. We still need our first guest. Yeah. If you want to do it. Yeah. I mean, do it. I'm, the studio's open, we need, man. We need to lock it in. The studio's available. We're ready. We need we're to looking, lock it in right now. We're looking to bring now. somebody in. So jump in. Do yeah. it. First one here, you're in. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should get it rolling. Yeah, we should get rolling. We're drinking scotch tonight. We We're are drinking scotch. Yeah. I just, like, coughed some of it up before <laughs> yeah, we started, which is really weird. That was incredible. It yeah, made me so happy. I love scotch. I feel like a fancy gentleman when I drink scotch. I know you do. That's... <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like this is the drink that I would go to like a fancy bar where the bartender wears like a tuxedo shirt and a vest and a bow tie. And he'd be like, what are you having tonight, sir? And I'd be like, hmm, I think I'll have a scotch, neat. And he'll be like, that's neat. And then I'll turn to the person next to me and I'll be like, hey, did you hear about the, the stocks today? The, how, how about the stocks? And he'll be like, the Dow or the NASDAQ? And I'll be like, NASDAQ? You know the thing about the NASDAQ? The thing about the NASDAQ is that that's got to be an acronym, right? NASDAQ? That's not a word. NASDAQ? What's a NASDAQ? You're a NASDAQ. Okay. And Okay. I would love to see you at a fancy bar based on this conversation. <laughs> It would be a real mess, but I'm, I'm ready to go. I think you're going to have to learn a little more about scotch other than just the word neat before, I <laughs> before you go order scotch somewhere. I think I'll probably have to learn more about the stock market. Also very true. Yeah. <laughs> That's the main thing. But if we uh, if we want to talk about something that you know something about, let's maybe start with a little hockey talk. Hockey talk. Okay. Yeah. Um. So... Eat. Eat. so so eat. the canucks the canucks <laughs> played huh? yeah. against the oilers <laughs> yeah knock all ahead um but the penguins won the stanley cup they have done it they have defeated the sharks which goes against everything someone who works at national geographic would tell you sharks always eat penguins for real that's like a that's like a chicken nugget to them. Does National Geographic do a actual pick? Like, is that a thing? No, I just made that up. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cool. I didn't know you made that up. I thought maybe it was an actual thing. No. But then I was going to ask, like, what do they do when it's, like, you know, the Oilers against the the Jets? Or, like... <laughs> well, Jets burn oil, stupid. So. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um... But, yeah, the Penguins won. Um, what about the Senators against the Capitals? Well, Senators uh-huh. take shits in the toilet <laughs> at, at the White House, I guess. I don't know. Again, I don't know how Wall Street works or, or finance. <laughs> I mean, or whatever. I'm not a government person. What about the Blues against the Red Wings? Well, blue and red make purple, <laughs> but, but I guess red can fly, Okay. so maybe it doesn't get muddled up with the blue. I don't All know. All right. Sorry. Continue. Oh, go ahead. The Penguins won the cup. Congrats, Penguins. <laughs> the Penguins won the cup, eh? Um Yeah. Okay. So the series was great. It was a couple of the games went to overtime. Uh, I thought it was fun to watch. I really enjoyed the games themselves. Um, I thought it was a compelling series, that there were a lot of good storylines, the one thing that I thought was not the best, and it's just an afternote, It's not a big deal. But um, Crosby was selected as the winner of the Conn Smythe Trophy. Sid, playoffs the MVP. Sid the kid. the um, kid. He got the Conn Smythe. I felt that it should have gone to Phil Kessel. I think that Phil Kessel has a little too much extra weight. To carry around, but but the <laughs> no. In all seriousness, I think that Crosby should have won the should have won the award. I think I, Matt Murray would have been my second pick, and then I would have gone Kessel after that. I think I think it comes down to your opinion of the MVP award. Is it about the most outstanding player, the MOP, or is it about the most valuable player, the MVP? And okay. to me, Crosby spends the most time on the ice. He takes the most draws. He is the captain of the team, and therefore he's the most valuable player at the end of the day, even though he had four points less than Kessel did in the playoffs. Three points less. Three points less, so Um, he was even closer. Okay, I have some responses. Number one, Kyle, stop fat-shaming Phil Kessel. (laughs) Um... Of all people, you'd think I wouldn't fetch you. You would think so, but <laughs> there you did it. That's the first comment you made about the poor guy. He likes his powdered jellies, eh? I, mean, he's I love little, that your <laughs> accent immediately goes like Canadian Midwestern when you start talking about hockey. I'm on not control it. I'm from Saskatchewan. You're, it's not even, it's, I'm not even sure it's an intentional thing. It's just subconscious. You just you start talking like a Canuck. It's in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, <laughs> stop fat shaming Phil Kessel. Sorry, uh, and, Phil, here's, Phil, and here's Phil. I'm sorry, Phil. I'll go to my... Timmy. I'll go to Timmy Holes with you if you want. We can have a jelly dough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's my real counterpoint. Um, Kessel drove the momentum shifts of certain games in the entirety of the playoffs. Not only did he outscore Crosby for the duration of the playoffs, which I don't think is how you should select the conspite. Um Kessel and his line, the HBK line, uh, with Carl Hagelin and Bonino, was the Penguins' best line the entire playoffs. That's without a doubt. That is undeniable. Um, and Kessel was the driving force of that line. He got the play started. He jumped into the rush. He scored goals. He had some incredible plays. Um, he is the guy who... When the Penguins are down, when when the game is tied, Kessel was the guy scoring points. When the Penguins are up, Crosby's the guy scoring points. Fair. I think that Kessel did he controlled the momentum more than Crosby did in that series, and I think that's a humongous part of playing hockey. And I think it's even it's it's magnified in the playoffs. I I think Kessel did more to turn the tide for the Penguins. Fair. I think, I mean, it's hard to argue that, I mean, Kessel had an incredible playoffs, there's he no did. doubt. It, and, but, and, and to your point, I'm going to say that undeniably, Crosby is the better two-way player. Right. And to me, that makes him the most valuable player on the Penguins. Now, it's up for argument who is the most valuable player in the playoffs, and that's obviously what we're debating. But it's, uh, I mean, they're both they're both pretty gosh darn good. And they won the cup. Neither so, of them are unhappy right now. No. If you know what I think is interesting about the hockey playoffs, there's always a line that comes up with a nickname in the hockey playoffs. there's every year there's a line. Like this year it was the H B K line, last, last year it was the triplets. Yeah. Like the Canes in O one had the, had the BBC line. Like there's always like some line that just dominates and everybody's like immediately like we have to give them a nickname. Like that's that's the playoff hockey it thing to do. Unity, man. It's a it's it's like it's like you're bros. Yeah, but you don't hear anybody talking about, like, the Cavs and the Warriors and being like, yeah, like, the Cavs, like, uh, Le- Le is, like, really killing it for the Cavs or, like, That's uh, because basketball is I guess a- you. I guess you have the Splash Brothers. I guess that came from it. Yeah. But still, it's, it's not... It's, it's Every year in hockey, there's, like, some fad playoff line. Well, I think that hockey relies a lot more on uh, team play than basketball does. Yeah. You know how I know that? that? I know don't agree I, with that. You know how I know that? In hockey, if you're the guy who passed to the guy who passed to the guy who scored a goal, you get an assist. They keep that in basketball, too, these days. No, they days. don't. Yeah, they they specific- just not publicly. Right. They specifically but say. Every, oh, every team keeps that Steph Curry sad. makes the old hockey assist right here. That's true. They do dub it the hockey assist. They do dub it the hockey assist. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm just saying, man. Like. There's also a lot more guys on a hockey team. A lot more bros to go around. Speaking of a lot more bros to go around, JoJo has fewer bros to go around now. No, that was was, uh, slippery. I like that. She had a lot more bros to go around, kind of like a hockey team, but now she's got a couple less bros to go around. Maybe we should talk a little JoJo. Bro. Little Jojo, little Bacheloro. o JoJo, Jo, my girl, <laughs> my girl, I'm a brun, a bruns, I'm a bruinsman, Yeah, a <laughs> and a, we got a one brunsman and one blondesman here. Oh. Uh, so. I'm a sunburned bruinsman. Second episode of The Bachelorette last week, we didn't really get to talk about it much. Do we want to touch on that just a little I bit right now? I would love to touch it. I think it makes sense. Let's touch it. So. Started with a super awkward cocktail party turned pool party, which was basically just like let's all show off our bodies. Yep, to the camera. It was. We don't really need to talk about that. Yeah, that's basically all it was. It uh, uh, was amicable. Uh, then and we went muscly. to. Then we went to Luke's date. Oh, Luke! Luke. I believe it started no. off with a a uh, fall. Uh, what is it? Sled dog ride. Yeah, it was like a yeah. yeah. was a sled dog ride? Sled dog ride. Um, poor little dogs. <laughs> we already talked about horse racing. We don't have to talk about animal mistreatment. Yeah, leave the poor week. dogs alone. But, um... Luke Murderized Luke had a pretty quality date. He did. He he gained some points. Um, he is... He's, he was in the military and he told this sappy story. And I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sure... It wasn't it, sappy. It was legit. It touched a lot of hearts, I know. But it was about people dying and in the military and Luke then took that uh, experience to further his own life in the sense that every day is precious and you know you don't know what you're going to get so you should always be it sounded a lot like you if you had gone into the army (laughs) (laughs) Um, to be honest like I'm not I don't think Luke's right for Jojo I don't think he's going to win but I think I like Luke he seems like a good dude. you know what I agree Murderize. Still he, not exactly He undeniably, He undeniably has murdery eyes. Yeah, but he seems he seems like a quality gentleman. I think that he seems like stand-up dude. They had and a I cute little date. I didn't think that before. You know the main thing, actually, that still now bothers me about Luke? What? Um, they didn't really show up much, but they had a couple shots of Luke and JoJo walking places. Specifically after that, they walked to Are like you going to talk about how he like overpronates Oh, or my something. God. Jesus. Yeah. Have you seen him? Holy shit. He, like, his, he's so bow-legged, like, he walks really weird. Patrick like, loves nothing more than to analyze people's gaits. It's my favorite, I and mean, he has got some <laughs> fucked-up legs, dude. Like, he... I would not have noticed that in a Seriously, he walks years. like a duck that, like, didn't ever quite learn how to walk like a duck. <laughs> you know? And I've seen some ducks, baby. Uh, in addition to seeing ducks... <laughs> quack, quack, motherfucker. You also saw a football date this past week. I did, which was kind of awkward. Ben Roethlisberger and company in Heinz Field. Why did they go to Pittsburgh? By the way, I didn't even like. Uh, what was the point of moving the show to Pittsburgh? We're we're less. We were like three episodes in, and they were like, "All right, no more LA. We're done. We can't handle they it." They just do that. They they're like, well, sometimes they decide to go somewhere tropical or exotic, but. This week, they were like, you know where it would be fun to find love? <laughs> Pittsburgh. Little Steel City. The steel City. Also known as the City of Love. Also, here's Ben Roethlisberger. He's been accused of rape multiple times. <laughs> this will be super fun. And Brett Kiesel, who's had a cool beard in the past, and so that makes up for it. Right. Uh, awkward football date that Jordan completely dominated, just like he's dominating he- the rest of every aspect of this show. I except did- for hair tameness. I disagree with the second thing you said. <laughs> he did dominate the date. They played football in teams, and Jordan was the all-time quarterback. And so that means he was going to win either way. Because, by the way, he was a professional quarterback. Yeah, his brother is Aaron Rodgers, who I've heard is fairly good at But throwing. Jordan played in the NFL, too. Like, he was a backup quarterback in the NFL. I'm not saying he's not good. He's, he's even San, even if he wasn't Aaron Rodgers' brother, he's a freaking good football player yeah but i mean his claim to fame is that he's aaron Rodgers' brother that's true but uh like if you would if he if aaron Rodgers weren't his brother he would have had a much harder time getting on the bachelorette probably also true um but here's my thing i thought that was okay so this doesn't happen a lot i don't know if they did this on purpose but i think it's very important for when you're dating someone i think that I think that you need to see the person you're dating in their element. And I think they need to see you in your element before you can really get to know them. And I, that was one of the frustrating in a past relationship, I felt that that never happened. And I felt that that was an issue. Like that's, that's when, a I'm, huge issue. when I'm in my element, when I'm doing the things that I do without my significant other, what would you say is your element? Uh, what is that for you? For me, that's, I mean, this is very Jordan-esque, but it's probably competing at sports. Okay. That's when I feel the most me, you know? Like, that's when I am the most raw version of myself. That's fair. And whether it's, like, playing soccer or playing golf or, you know, just being out there and having a drive to beat other people. That's a definite, yeah. That's that's a definite version of me. I think, for me, it's even more, like, things like this like i want like i'm this is me on this podcast i would, I would also me. i would this also I, I would also put this in that category like if i interacting with people that exactly I, you know like, like i've been single for almost a year now i am i'm very much me when i'm with you like when i'm here yeah. when i'm at home i'm like you and i hang out on the couch like i i don't. There's no show for you. Sorry. Like, I don't put on a show for you. And yeah, I don't really put on a show for our podcast listeners all that much either. I don't know. Either. Like, a little bit. But, like, this is mostly just us talking. And, like, for me, I had this conversation with someone on Monday night. Like, I, having been single for a year, now at 25, I feel for the first time in my life, like, whoever I date next, like, if you aren't comfortable with this, with me, like, Having conversations like I have with you on the podcast, doing things I like to do, like I like to play kickball, and I like to be really competitive when I play I kickball. kickball. And I like the I like the banter on the kickball field. I do too. And I like the banter on our podcast. And like I like to just do what I want to do and be who I am. And at some point, I'm going to find someone who's comfortable with that and who enjoys that. And until I find that person, I don't really need to be with anybody. And I've never been at that point in my life. I've always, been, I've always altered myself a little bit to try to take care of somebody else. But at the end of the day, the way that I can best take care of somebody else is if I can take care of them by being myself. So like, if Jordan finds some chick who's really turned on by the fact that he can throw a football well, then he's really going to turn her on a lot all the time because he always will be able to throw a football well. I'm beaming right now. <laughs> That's my favorite thing I've ever heard you say. I'm so proud of you. It's, it's I, been, I've come a that, long way, Kyle. That makes me so happy, man. Like you, you are ah, come a long way. You, ah, you're just you're killing you're killing it, man. I'm so proud of you. That's I love that. You're gonna meet a fantastic girl. I will, and, and you she's know what? gonna love you for you. The great thing is, for the first time, if I don't meet a fantastic girl. I live a pretty fantastic life. Be okay with be, be just fine. Oh I'll be just freaking fine. I, this I'll is... sit here and drink scotch with you and podcast, and you know what? That's all right with me. I loved this. Here we go. New leaf. To new me. Wow. I just want you to know that even if we weren't recording a podcast right now, that really makes me genuinely happy to hear that that's what you're. How your thought process? So that's what it's going. all about. We talk on this podcast as if we weren't really recording a podcast. You don't even have to say that. I'm, I'm I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so happy. Well, uh, I thank you. So proud of me. Maybe not as proud as you are of Chad, who wound up getting kicked off this week after a two-on-one date with Alex. We all kind of knew how that was going to go. Yeah, They're just that. trying to milk the Chad storyline for everything it's worth. Uh, clearly they're going to bring him back next week for like 35 seconds and then he's going to be gone again. And everyone's going to be like, wow, this show is really boring because everybody knows that like from the first night, Jordan was always going to win this. I bet. Yeah, Jordan's going to win. Jordan's going to win. Yeah. It's a, it's a no brainer. Yeah. I can't even think of a challenge. I can't even think of like who the second challenge, like who's the challenger? Who's Jordan's biggest competition? Evan. Which one's Evan? The erectile dysfunction expert. It was a joke. It's probably not Evan. It's definitely not Evan. <laughs> it's 100% not Evan. Uh, <laughs> like, But that's the thing. I can't even think of who it is. Like, I don't know. Maybe like... Chase? Not really. Chase or Luke, Luke? Not really. Derek? Well, Luke is... Derek? You know, not really. If you marry Luke, your kids are going to have horrible, horrible hip problems. Yeah. We can't have that. We no. can't have bad hips. There's not bad hips in the world to go around. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Shakira, Shakira. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see if I can make a transition out of that. Hips don't lie, but you did some lying on the beach this weekend. I guess it was probably laying on the beach. It also wasn't the weekend. This week. (laughs) your weekend so your weekend, weekend I, I, I kind of view monday tuesday as your weekend it basically is my weekend yeah, your week. i consider that the weekend for you i have very abnormal work hours that's okay so um, you went down to the beach bro yeah I, I beached it how up. was the beach the beach was great i drove down and chilled with my aunt and my little sister mary ellen what's up mary ellen <laughs> went she's living there no kidding she's living there she has an internship down at the beach. What's she doing? Uh, I believe she's... Sorry, yeah. listeners, I just would like to know what Patrick's listening to. This is kind of a private conversation that we're about to have on the podcast. So sis. What's Mellon doing? Uh, she's working at the Parks and Recreation Department of... Parks Department? I don't know, of Swansboro. Sweet. How long has she been there? Uh, Since she graduated? I believe so, yeah. She's sticking around for a while? Kyle, you're asking me questions I don't know the answers Sorry. to. Sorry. Most yeah. people ask their sisters these questions... No, my sister fist bump and say what's up. was the last time you fist bumped Anna Bland? Anna Bland oh. doesn't seem like much of a fist bumper. I'm not sure that it's ever happened. But you hugged because I made you, all right. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, so, Mary Ellen's there. You're we're chill. still enjoyed the beach. On Monday, uh, my cousin uh, took us out on the boat with a squad. It's squad number one um yeah the squad was shorthanded i have to Short shorthanded say. squad yeah. shorthanded on numbers or shorthanded on quality the quality was there it was a quality squad um, quality was there yeah what, it, what ages are we talking about 18 to 22 college age it's a little young yeah but i don't know they're still fun people oh yeah no for fun like, yeah for fun um, races, that's great yeah i mean i'm not like looking to you know bring the squad in and, and put rings on their fingers a bit. <laughs> um, yeah a couple the squad was for, like, one, of, one of the normal squad was at Bonnaroo I think and then wow that's a serious squad yeah where does then, the squad come from it's people who are all down there at the beach who live there in the summer um, huh. it's mostly college kids a couple of them I think actually three of them were Wake Forest students which is right. where my cousin goes to school so what were your beach activities uh we took the boat out, we took the boat um, basically out of Moorhead City, took it up to Shackleford Banks, which is a barrier island out there, um, anchored the boat off the barrier island, sat out there, uh, drank a couple beers, uh, hiked around the island a little bit, um, you know, just chilled really, and it, basically you can take it, if you have a boat, you can take it to and have, basically create your own private beach instead of going to public beach where there are lots of people and lots of rules and <laughs> <laughs> lots of rules right but this is basically like going to find your own section of earth where no one else is and enjoy each other's company it was super nice um sounds like a blast yeah shout sounds out like something i need shout out shout out to rand for being the captain thanks appreciate rand thanks yeah. for captaining i wasn't yeah. there but we appreciate it thanks cap. cap captain rand he's a good kid love that guy Yeah, but uh, after that, um, just went back, had a nice dinner with the aunt and uncle. Shout out to them. I don't know if they listen, but it's really always... Why don't they listen? Why haven't you suggested that they listen? We need to be spreading our listener base, Patrick. Come on now. Can I just go ahead and... This is part podcast, part marketing Guys, it's always a genuine pleasure to come down to the beach and see you, or just see you in Durham. I don't know if I express that enough. I feel like I'm normally caught up in... The excitement of whatever we're doing but it's really always great to see you. i really need to hang out with your own uncle i've, almost, love you guys. I've only met Mary Beth once and i would really like to meet them both. i love you i love you guys i'm i'm very appreciative to have you in my life wow um this is beautiful it is beautiful you go you like almost got sappy and emotional there like yeah in a really cute way the title of this episode should be called beautiful okay it won't. <laughs> you always suggest episode titles <laughs> i love that um but yeah, so um so we did that and then oh and then Rand and I watched the playoff game in the NBA later that night. But then on um Tuesday, Rand and I went out on the boat again. It was just the two of us, no squad, and we actually like went out and anchored on sandbars out in the sound and just kind of like walked around in the middle of the sound, which is great. Like you can actually the water's about two feet deep and you can walk around in the middle of the sound on sandbars when there's, you know, depths of water on either side of you that are 20, 30 feet deep and you're just walking around basically in the ocean. It's awesome. Um, It's like, it's almost like going out and walking on water in the middle of... But you weren't walking on water because you were walking on a sandbar. In the water. I don't know. It was cool. It felt we were kind of trying to get our bearings and like figure out, you know, where you can take the boat and anchor it on other... It was, it was fun. We basically just did some exploring in the barrier islands, so that sure. was fun, too. And then uh, we also went and watched fish get weighed in at the Big Rock Fishing Tournament, which my uncle is fishing in right now. How's uh, he doing? The haphazard has been skunked so far. Is that the name of their boat? The name of the boat is the Haphazard. And they have not yet caught a single fish. They have not. (laughs) (laughs) Not even like a little like bait fish that weighs like an ounce? (laughs) Nope. Yikes. They have... Well, they're going after blue marlin. They don't give a shit about anything Okay. Yeah. It's a blue marlin tournament. So if you... I mean, they're kind of blue marlin. Did you do any fishing? No, not this weekend. We usually fish when we're down there. But uh, we would have fished if my uncle were not on a fishing tournament boat. But he was... You know, up and out at 4 a.m. every morning. So he had other priorities. Ron, I hope you guys bring in a big one. I hope they just catch like a 500 pound fish tomorrow. And make up for all. Of it. 500 pound fish would not win the tournament. The biggest one that's been weighed in so far is 621 pounds. This tournament, yes. there's been a 621. Yeah, blue marlin. Yeah, that's wild. It, they're they're insanely big. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, we watched a the biggest one we saw was. Five fifty-eight, which is still a massive animal to be swimming around at, like, I don't know. I don't know how—they swim real fast. Like, that's a freaking torpedo going through the water. and reeling in those things is, like, impossible. Yeah, it's—they are not easy to to get. Not not at all. So that's why they have—I mean, the the boat that brought in the 600-pounder is currently owed— I think it's like six hundred and eighty thousand dollars. If that ends up being the biggest fish, wow! Yeah. Well, shout out to Ron for participating. Even if he doesn't catch, even if he catches like a hundred pound blue marlin, that's probably more than I could do. So, shout out to him. Yeah. Hey. Live it up. A two guys shout out. Two guys, two marlins. Uh. Two hearts. Yeah. Two souls. Yeah. So. Two boobs. Now you're back. Here in uh, in old Durham, yeah, and you, we get, we just got a new whiteboard feature recently. Oh, the other thing, the other thing that happened to me at the beach is that I got a vicious sunburn from being on the boat. Did you really? I didn't even notice. My back is lit up. Well, that's the thing. I haven't seen you shirtless yet. I applied, I applied sunscreen to my face and my frontal parts and to my back, but there's like that one spot on your back you can't reach, and so (laughs) we were. This was when we were out with the squad. I was you know, on the boat while we ran and I were getting it ready to go out and we were putting on sunscreen. And I was kind of like being like, huh, I can't reach this spot on my back. And the squad was all these kids who like live in, in Atlantic city or Moorhead. And like, you know, they're seasoned. They've got their base tans going on. And I was just like, man, if I ask one of these, Kids to put sunscreen on my back, they're going to think I'm a ginormous pussy. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I'll be fine. But I mean, at the end of the day, you got to get the back covered up. Yeah, I didn't. My back is red as fuck. Like, it's painful. Yikes. You should have asked somebody. You should have picked out a squad member. I was. Your little sister was there. Why didn't you ask she your sister? She wasn't no. She was she was at the at the at her internship. Oh okay. But yeah, I it was a it was a prideful sunburn. I was too afraid to ask. But yeah, now I'm. It's bad, man. It's ugh, I'm. I totally have cancer now. If I didn't have cancer <laughs> before, I definitely have it now. That's uh, not good. No, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not good. It's not good. <laughs> That's not what we're hunting here. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> well. When you uh, when you returned, you witnessed the new whiteboard that I or new whiteboard markers that I purchased. Oh. actually, you witnessed them before you returned, but you utilized them to suggest topics for this episode of Two Guys. And I think we've burned through your all three of your topics. So, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Because if there's not anything you want to bring up, I can throw one other thing out there. Okay, do it. (laughs) Yeah, let's hear what you got to say, brah. It's actually related to what you wrote on the whiteboard. It actually might be what you wrote on the whiteboard. So a lot of restaurants opening in Durham that we need to visit to do our Durham segment. Whoa, are you going to spearhead the Durham topic this week? Spearhead? Yeah. What do you mean? Are you going to be the catalyst? Are you going to light the fire? I'm going to light the fire. Are you going to... Are you going to do a little fire lighting. Are you going to tip the scale? Are you going to put the straw on the camel's back? So we've been talking a lot about going to Saltbox for Are a Are you going to rip the first fart on this one? That's not a saying. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we should go to Saltbox at some point so that we can discuss it. I like that you wrote that on the whiteboard. We should go to Lucky's, just open. We should go to Mother and Son's, just open, both by the owner of Mateo. Which is a phenomenal restaurant in Durham. So, a lot of good options opening up. One that you wrote on the whiteboard for review that we both have been to and can therefore talk about is Criterion. Criterion? Yeah. I adore that place. I do too. And so, I wanted to bring Criterion up in the midst of a larger discussion. So, let's talk Criterion briefly first. One, they always have a beer special, which brings you in the door. That's what gets Patrick in the door. If you don't have a beer for $3 or less, Patrick's not coming. If you don't have a beer for $3, then what the fuck is your problem? Exactly. So if you don't have a beer for $3 or less, Patrick's not showing up. Criterion not only has a beer every night for $3 or less, it's usually an interesting beer. Oh, it's always they only have Yeah, they only beers. have interesting beers. You cannot buy an uninteresting yeah. beer so at that So it's a bar. good it's a good spot for that reason for yeah. Patrick and the rest of the $3 beer world, which I actually Usually a Criterion, I always, I mean Criterion in Bolton Caves. Usually, I get the special because they always have a good three dollars special. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, if you ha- if you if you uh, commit yourself to the three dollar beer, you're trying a beer you haven't tried before. Yeah, which is good. You know, like it, at the very least, not only do you save money, but you also expand your horizon. They've got foosball at Criterion. I like some foosball. I yeah. can get down with some foosball. I like the little uh, window stools they have. Nice little people watching in Durham. I go there to read sometimes on my day off. I did not know that. Yeah, I huh. I take you a go book. to Criterion during the day. If on my day off, like if I drink if I've, a beer and read a book. Yeah. If I've oh sweet yeah if I've uh, if I've so on my day off. I normally have Monday and Tuesday off. Um, I'll after I've. Woken up and made breakfast and gone to the gym and ran and done all this stuff. And, you know, maybe like 3 or 4 o'clock, I'll take a book over there, grab a beer, sit in the window and read my book and kind of people watch. That sounds phenomenal. It's great. Have you re- are you reading a new book, by the way? I am reading a new book. I uh, saw it on the couch. Yeah, what is it's, it? It's Nick Offerman's book. It's, uh, it's called Paddle Your Own Canoe. So hopefully we'll be able to talk about that at some point in the next couple of weeks. I've been reading a book, but I haven't had much time to read it lately. Yeah. So maybe Nick, in the next Nick couple Offerman weeks is, we'll have that wrong. little book offering. Nick Offerman is Ron on Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So it's it's very funny. Well, let me know if it's worth the read. I've only gotten through about a third of it, but it's been it's been very entertaining so nice. far. Yeah. So Criterion Sweet Bar. Good, I mean, it's a good spot. Formerly Whiskey in Durham, they've got some nice bartenders, they've got some good beers, they've got a foosball table, they've got good people watching, they've got outdoor seating, they've, they've got, got everything you want. They've got 49-year-old, uh, yeah. single ladies. First step Criterion was mentioned on the first episode, hey. when Patrick <laughs> went cougar hunting. Uh, they got the coos. The one thing they don't have is a smiley face rating. Would you like to give them one? Ooh, this is an interesting one. I'm curious to hear it. Um last week you said i was too generous on smileys that's your system man even you though, though i smileys, you remember that out. i gave happy and hail a six out of ten. Six out of ten yeah um and i gave bullseye a 10 and i gave luna a nine, nine and, and a half. half criterion okay i have one knock on criterion what's your knock and I'm going to preface this by saying that I don't think it's this kind of bar. So that it's, it's not really a knock. But you can't go to Criterion and watch a game. Yeah, it's not they a good have, sports watching bar. S- they have a singular TV, and it's normally dedicated to something hipstery. But that's okay. We usually go oh, to, yeah, it's We usually fine. go to Criterion to have a couple beers. Yeah, it's... If it's, we're going to watch a game, we almost always go to Bowling caves. It's not something I dislike right. at all. But I think because it's less versatile, yeah. I'll have to give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. That being said, I think the beer selection is a 10 out of 10. And I think that it might be... It's definitely in my top three favorite bars of Durham. I think that makes complete sense. And it actually leads into my next... To my next conversation. So... I I had a couple people who were in town this week who were like, all right, we're in town. We're trying to go somewhere in downtown Durham. Where should we go get drinks? That's a really challenging question to answer without any more detail. Right. Because, like, somewhere like – like, are you trying to watch a game? Are you trying to drink beer? Are you trying to drink cocktails? Right. What's your price range? Do yeah. you want to sit outside? What do you want to wear? Like, those – Give different answers, like you have a different answer oh based gosh. on the answers to yeah, all of those would, questions. If, so, if, if, yeah. if you had a friend who was in town, and that's all the information you had. I want to get a couple drinks downtown. What are you saying? What's your advice to them? Well, I think that my first advice would be Bulma Caves because I, that was my first. Yeah. I think because not only is it the most versatile of bars in Durham, I think that it's at the epicenter. So sure. from so there, anywhere else from, from there, there within your eye line, you've got like five other bars. Um, so that's, I mean, that's my go-to. Like Bull McCabe's is also on my top three. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to want to hear Motoko or Full Steam, you know, or Surf Club. Which so I didn't know. I don't know where to include them in the list of, like... But you're right. Like, criterion or, like, other... But the issue isn't, is one bar better than the other? It's what kind of person are you, what are you going to appreciate? Right. Like, it's... I don't know. I My my top three, just so you know, are, in no particular order, Criterion, Bull McCabe's, and The Social. I didn't even think about The Social. Yeah. I love The Social. I know you do. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. Huh. Okay so like all these people who were here have been to like I've been to like Divines and the Fed and yeah and Olivia's they've probably and, and they've, they've been probably to been Street. to Motorco and they've probably been to Full Steam. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about the social because I was like, "Oh, they've already been on Main Street." And so but, but like no the social one goes, goes to, like, no, nobody goes to social. Yeah. But people should. It's a good social, spot. I love the social. We should add it on the fridge to our uh list of restaurants to review. Okay, but you're going to have to do that one. I can do that. Yeah. Should I write a different color than you? Is that how we can keep our uh, topics separated? I just felt like blue was a very assertive color this I like, morning. I like blue. Yeah. I know you like blue. Everything you own is blue. That's you're not... You're, I've branched out from that, you're actually. You're blue, dabba dee dabba die, and no, you have not. You wear blue, black, and gray, and white. You do not do any color. So, I've... A lot of my color expression lately has been in my ties. I wear... I've worn... I wear ties a lot lately. I've worn pink. I've worn green. I've worn red. I've been trying to express myself. Kyle, me and ties don't have a bond on this earth. I don't know what ties... I haven't even seen you in a tie. Oh, you've never been to Thailand? That was a stupid joke. (laughs) Slap yourself in the face. Thank you. (laughs) That was a dumb joke. You're... No. Ah, Yuck um no no good but like but when you're the most you are you wearing a tie uh i'm not necessarily wearing one but i do have a nice but tie collection but you have one wrapped around you i'm not your wearing one and, but i'm wearing something comfortable whilst pointing out my tie collection to my loved one <laughs> <laughs> that's... tell me that's not me <laughs> come yeah. on come on all right that's you God, that was a shitty answer, but, but it's true, so I'll have to allow it. Alright, well. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> I have nothing to add. Do you have anything to add before we close down? You know, I feel like I had one more thing. The thing that you erased was the Bachelorette, which we already discussed. Right, it was. Why did you erase that, by the way? Because I was not convinced that we had not already talked about it. We talked a lot about the other episode. But we didn't talk about the episode that we talked oh, about tonight. You know what? I do have one thing to plug. All right, got okay. It. Plug, plug away. So last week, I uh, shared with you all my experience of running, running the Running the Bulls 8K, a race in Durham that is super duper fun, and there is another one that's coming up uh, at the end of the summer that. Uh, I think that I'm I'm gonna run, and I think that if you're a listener and you're around town, or if you have any friends around town, it'd be super awesome if you would come out and do it with me. And maybe we'll have a two guys promotion or a two guys team or something in this race. But it's called a shot in the dark. It's a it's a it's a guess your time six k that's happening. Wow. Yeah. Guess your time. So here's the premise. So in a normal race, right? You go out and you try to beat everybody and run a faster time. But in A Shot in the Dark, not only do you go out and... So it's a, it's a it's a race at night, so everybody wears, you know, glow sticks and headlamps and all this cool stuff. And it's basically going to be like a big party at night with running. Um, but you're not allowed to bring a watch. You can't... There's no indication of your time. When you sign up, you have to... Guess your time. So if and it's a six k, so it's not a normal time that people run. So basically, you have to go in and say, "Huh, how fast do I think I can run this six k?" So you submit. I would time. be awful at this. I'm terrible at pacing. It's mm-hmm. like one. It might be the worst thing. I, that's the thing. It's like, like one of my least quality skills? That's in life the thing. Is pacing. You have to know. You have to kind of know yourself a little bit as a runner. So I can't um, pace for shit. Right. So this would be a cool challenge for you yeah. to like see how. How fast you run versus how fast you think you run. Um, so you you submit a time. So you're like, okay, well I run a five k in I don't know twenty three minutes. So maybe six k, you know, extra kilometer, maybe twenty four fifty. I don't know. Um, that's probably t- that makes no sense. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> maybe twenty. 20- well maybe you sprint. Maybe sure, you, maybe you sprint that last kilometer. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. gonna run a five K and then I'm gonna sprint one kilometer. Well, this twenty four wh- fifty. Beautiful. See, Continue. This is why we this is why it's fun. So the winner <laughs> of the race is not who runs the fastest time. It's who guesses the closest to the time so, they actually So theoretically run. you could find yourself a very consistent walking pace and just walk out thirteen minute miles. You could dial it in. And then, yes, and you would be the winner. Yes, and and you would show up as number one. Interesting. Yeah, huh? That would really irritate me if I ran like a if I ran like a seventeen minute six k. And then, like somebody ran, somebody ran like a fifty-five minute six K, but they guessed like fifty-four. But the 59. thing is, but the thing that kind of makes it interesting is if you go faster, like if you run closer to your fastest time, your margin for error is less. Right. So there is an advantage. That's to, fair. To Okay. People. Who, yeah. That's true. To to people who run faster. But I would also say, isn't it like harder to keep like a consistent cadence and pace going? Maybe not if you. Try to do that all the time. No, just because there's 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 less margin for error. Yeah. If you no, you're the, all your fastest. Yeah, you're You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Like so, there is still an incentive to run fast, but just because you're more competitive that way. Like I guarantee you, whoever runs the race will be a fast runner. Right. But um, but yeah, it's it's just kind of a cool concept. It's going to be, and the main thing of the race is you know to be inclusive and to have fun. And what's to, it called again? A shot in the dark. A shot in the dark. Yeah. When is it? August twenty seventh. Great. Uh, it's going to be on the American Tobacco Trail. So nice. It's out by Cary. Nice, nice, uh, nice mm-hmm. night. Cool people. Um, you know, it's going to be a good time. Uh, so All right. I look forward to it. Per- yeah. Perhaps I can participate. I I think that you should. Awesome. Especially since you would not come out and run running in the bulls. I couldn't. I was otherwise occupied. Are you otherwise, coming I to the point? To- Are you coming to the point two six two? Uh, when is that? That is. A good question. Let me know uh, the date, and then we can talk about it. It's a Saturday. If it's one of the next two, then I'm out. You're out, then. That's unfortunate. Well, speaking of out, I think we're out. We out? I think. Dog? We out, dog. We out? Are we, we out? I think we're out. As they say in Canada, peace out.